Peloton's best offer of the season is here. Get up to $600 off Peloton Bike, Bike Plus, or Tread Packages. Choose the package that's right for you with accessories like our cycling shoes, a heart rate band, non-slip grip dumbbells, and more. If you've been looking for a sign to join Peloton, this offer gives you everything you need to get going. This limited time offer ends December 6th. Visit OnePeloton.com to learn more. All access membership separate. Offer ends December 6, 2022. Excludes Bike, Bike Plus, and Tread Basics. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com. You're listening to Let's Talk Entertainment, where entertainment comes together. Here's your host, Isaac Amons. Welcome back to another episode of Let's Talk Entertainment. We got another grand interview for you guys today. Nigel Butler's on the show. Nigel, thank you for coming on the show. Thank you so much for having me, Isaac. I really appreciate it. Yeah, I'm really excited for today. Uh, really stoked to get sit down and talk to you, um, mostly about your filmmaking and just stuff like that. Um, so for people that may not have heard of you or people that haven't heard of you, can you give us a little background about uh, like what you do? Uh, yeah, so easily put, I'm an actor. But, uh, you know, more so than that, within the last two years, my brother and I opened a media company, Butler Media Productions, uh, LLC, and we did a sitcom that's now on Amazon Prime and Tubi TV and some other streaming platforms. It's called Problems Higher Up. But basically, uh, we we decided that would be a great way for us to be able to get our work out there, have some creative control, and really just be able to make the stories that we want to make because, like as an actor you don't have a lot of control over the stories unless you're also a writer or or the director and it's not that I don't like acting in other productions but I have some stories that I'd like to tell and this seemed to be the best way to do it for us yeah that's super that's super exciting uh I know through doing your own work if you will uh you have that creative um workspace that you can do by yourself and just go into those different directions <clears throat> excuse me without without the hindrance of say anybody controlling you um yeah sure <clears throat> so that's super exciting um talking about your movie or your tv show sorry yeah. uh problems problems higher up uh how what what was the uh, basis behind creating that like what like what was the writing yeah. process if you will yeah, for sure. So that show, uh, for those in the audience who don't know, it's basically a sitcom, uh, and it takes place within the church office building. It's just your everyday uh, kind of church office, and then it's about them going through the daily hassles of working in ministry. So you've got some characters that are a little cookie cutter, like the uh, the youth pastor. Okay, that's kind of a stereotype. We kind of know how the youth pastor is going to respond to certain things, you know, but then you got the senior pastor, uh, my character, the intern, who's the office manager at the time, you know what I mean? Just kind of keeping things in order. And you have the elders. And what I think a lot of people don't realize is that uh, a church office or a church setting is the same as a normal office or a normal setting. It, it is a, uh, a business more or less, you know, there's a lot that goes on within it. And there are a lot of disagreements within that kind of setup within that church. So really, we're not we're not making fun of the church. I don't want anyone to think that we're not we're not going there. But we're laughing with the church and we're just it's a great office setting and you could have a great environment there that that leads to a lot of different stories because you know what other office building can you excuse um them going on a missions trip in one episode them throwing a a live online service in the next or you know what i mean like you could do a ton of things with it and then also you could just do the everyday kind of sitcom episodes 
you know, so-and-so needs a roommate or whatnot. So it really left a lot of doors open. And the first season did did pretty well, and we're very happy with that. So we got our second season coming out in January, and it's going to be uh, five episodes this time. So it's, you know, it's not even a huge time commitment, but it's um, it's a lot of fun, and I think it's a great show, and the feedback's pretty good. So, you know, I'm, I'm happy with it. But the creative process behind it, like, like you asked originally, and then I went off on that tangent. <laughs> no, you're good. Okay. Okay, cool. Uh, basically, I grew up in a church my whole life. Um, my dad was kind of, I guess, on the board, I guess you would say. he. So I got a lot of insights into the decisions they made and how things worked. And I <laughs> I always thought how, how funny some things were and what you could do with uh, a setting like that. And in this day and age, you know, we're saturated with um, content. You know, how many TV shows do you get by just, I mean, just look up sitcom, right? You got like hundreds of thousands, you know what I mean? But I had never found a sitcom in a church quite like that before you know what I mean not a mega church or anything like that so I think it's very relatable for um, a lot of people who have even if you know nothing about a church but you've worked in any sort of setting you, you can relate and it also made it um, an easy setting to make it uh, appropriate for all ages if that makes sense yeah that's awesome I uh, I know I also grew up in the church um, oh yeah yeah I've been going to church ever since I was a young boy that's and, awesome, man. You know, it's it's funny because there are those things that you see that just don't happen anywhere else. And exactly, the, the stereotypical youth pastor is <laughs> is one of my best friends because we just hang out a lot. And oh, for it's sure, super funny. But <clears throat> yeah, I'm really I'm really stoked to go check out your show because I it yeah. sounds fantastic. Um, so going through that, what was your create or what was the uh, I lost the wording. I'm really bad at this. <laughs> no, 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 no worries. <laughs> I always lose this. Uh, what was your uh, like production element yeah. behind it? How we got yeah, it yeah, done? Yeah, that's what yeah. I was going for. So with the with the show, that was our first major production as a as a company, as Butler Media Productions. So really, we had the scripts, we got the cast together, and you know, hats off to everybody in the cast because they really they killed it they they made this whole thing possible and we actually got permission from a local church to film there so it really made it easy for us to you know we didn't have to build a set and then like find a sanctuary you know what i mean they gave us permission to film there and they gave us the hours that we were able to go there and that that's how we ran the show we had the script we, we had the equipment already um we went there you know obviously television style you have a shot list or a scene list things to get done and then you show up on set you film it when you're done it's you know end of the day but that's how we shot the film and uh the only curveball for us was covid because <laughs> we filmed it during the middle of 2020 which wow. as you know that was kind of yeah you know that was the big spike so everybody was safe though we never had we see that's when we had to limit our cast too <laughs> there's a big big scene in episode two where there are, I want to say five or six people around a table doing a meeting in the room. And we filmed it in groups of two and three. Um, and, I, and I don't mean like characters, I mean like everybody, the crew. So we'd have my brother behind the scenes, me in front of the camera with my dad. We'd film that side of thing. He, he plays one of the characters on the show. Um, that's, you know, he plays a an elder there so in any case we were we were inside this meeting scene we're sitting there and then my dad would leave and since i'm i was directing the episode i i stayed you know and we called in 
the character who's playing the worship pastor and he would sit on the other side of the table and we'd film him and you know then we do the youth pastor and but then we had to cut it all together and edit it so that they look like they're in the same shot and it turns out you know dare i say it looks great because i've never had anyone mention it when i tell them that they're <laughs> they're kind of shocked so but you know just things like that you know throwing curve balls and we got it done though um i'm thankful to that and i'm also thankful that there were only three episodes in the first season because <laughs> trying to film any more than that would have been tough <laughs> yeah i know uh during the pandemic it was crazy time for even churches uh yeah <clears throat> we uh we built a makeshift uh, media set, if you will. Oh, really? In ours, we uh, in the main hallway, we took pallets and made a backdrop, and then moved all our sound equipment down into a, a room and ran it out of that. And then, yeah, we basically had a studio wow. and had studio lighting, so it looked great because uh, we were live streaming stuff over Facebook and all that. Yeah, and so. Even through the pandemic, we were able to do that. Um, mm -hmm. We did have to cut down numbers a, a lot. Um, I think we had only like 15 people who were allowed to be there. Yeah. <laughs> so that was a little bit tough, but I can mm -hmm. totally understand that. Just trying to figure out how everybody was going to mesh together during that. Um, yeah. Well, luckily, and sorry, I just cut you off no, there. No, go ahead. But that actually probably helped us because there weren't any uh, Bible studies or groups or anything meeting throughout the week right so we had almost open availability to film and it let us get things done when people were available it was <laughs> I, I shouldn't say that but it, it did help us a little bit you right know, we were a little thankful to that on certain days yeah i know for us we we left all our equipment up um because yeah. nobody was there during the week we locked it up and we could just leave it and go back and we also we usually do three services per week oh, wow. so the band would only have to play one service and then they could go home with their family you know it's kind of nice yeah but, you know yeah well we, we should say it's kind of nice but you're right there were some perks to it <laughs> i mean you got to look at things in both ways <laughs> that's, that's right be positive <laughs> uh so you got the show uh you also came out with a movie or you're making a movie is it yeah so that's um i'm sorry i cut you off there nope, a little bit go ahead don't worry about but it. That's a, that's a Christmas film that will be coming out on November 11th. Okay. And that's really the, <laughs> that's the big one. Cause we, <laughs> um, you know, to make a show, it's three 20 minute episodes. Don't get me wrong. It's difficult, but it's not like you're trying to film a 100 page script. You know what I mean? Around right. people's schedule, but we're, we're doing a Christmas movie and you know, that, that presented some challenges of its own, but by that time, everything had straightened out a little bit. It started to calm. I mean, obviously, we're having this uh, influx now again with the virus, but, you know, the, the shots were out and everything, not to get, you know, into that too much, but it was easier to film it. You know what I mean? It, right. it was a lot more doable, and it was a smaller main cast for that film. So the, the film itself is called Secret Santa, A Christmas Adventure, and if you don't mind, uh, I'll just read the synopsis real quick. Yeah, go ahead. It's, it's a few days before Christmas. Two friends find themselves with no plans or close family. Things change, however, when Santa offers them the holiday opportunity of a lifetime to assist him in delivering gifts to five houses on Christmas Eve. You know, what could go wrong, right? I mean, <laughs> that, that's kind of the idea behind the whole thing. And the idea came up because I think a lot of us, when we're younger, when we're, when we're you know, kids and all that around Christmas time, we all think about the age old, how does Santa do it? right? How do you deliver gifts to all those houses, right? 
So to have normal everyday people deliver gifts to even five houses, you know, that, that that's kind of out there. So I thought that would be a, a nice, um, a nice idea to kind of chase after. And I, you know, I, I love Christmas movies, but what gets me is the fact that there are so few made annually and they all seem to be rom-coms, you know what I mean? <laughs> Whether it's uh, Hallmark or Disney, that, that's it. Now, don't get me wrong. That's your thing. That's your thing. And that, that's okay. But to me, I grew up watching uh, movies like Christmas Vacation, Home Alone, Elf, those kinds of Christmas movies. Um, something kind of different, but it took like the, the lore of Christmas, if you will, and it kind of incorporated it into a, a film that was for all people and it wasn't a rom-com. So to take the idea of Santa delivering gifts on Christmas Eve, give it to everyday people and just kind of see where it goes. That to me was an interesting concept. And um, one I, I thought really worked out on paper. And I have to say, I think we pulled it off. I think I, I, the cast did a great job. And my brother who edits it, he just, he really put it together. We got some nice music too. So we're, we're in good shape and I'm really happy with the way it's turned out. Yeah, that's great. Um, sounds like a great synopsis um i'm excited to check that out when it comes out uh but as you said like the general rom-com of christmas is the rich young girl comes back to her hometown and meets the guy of her dreams that she hasn't seen in 30 years it's mm -hmm. it's it's a great storyline but after that's the thing but after the 50th movie, you got to do something different. <laughs> that, well, they don't because they keep making money. So it's well, uh, <laughs> yeah, I guess that's true, too. Well, well it's like, you know, come on. And it's crazy, too. There's such a huge market for Christmas movies. You look at these fan bases. So many people love them. And the big studios just don't make them. I mean, look up 2021 Christmas film. You know, very little um, mainstream stream stuff comes up. So I think that, um, and even the, even the, on the independent film levels, the smaller film levels, it all seems to be a romance or a, a rom-com of some sort, you know what I mean? So I think having something a little different this year, and obviously in years to come, uh, because it's not going anywhere after this Christmas, but it'll be, it, it's nice. It's nice to have a change of pace and it's nice to, I think we really captured an old Christmas feel, kind of a vintage kind of Christmas movie. And, um, you know, I, I'm, I'm pretty proud of that. Yeah, as you should be. Uh, so I'm really excited to check that out when it comes out. Uh, you said November 11th, so that November 11th, yeah. It goes yeah. to uh, Vimeo On Demand Streaming then. Okay. And DVD pre-orders should be out. I I don't want to give a date when they'll be out, but they should be out before then. Um, okay. And after that, it'll it'll go to some other platforms too, but it's starting out on Vimeo on November 11th. Awesome. Yeah, we'll be looking out for that. Um, then talking about entertainment in general, uh, how do you feel the entertainment industry has evolved through COVID? Wow. Well, I think that um, that's a loaded question, but since we're talking entertainment in general, let's take your, uh, your show here as an example. You know, this sort of conversation we're, we're, we're on computers right now. We're not actually in person talking for just so the audience knows. Um, this was, it, it was a thing. It was, it was still happening before COVID, but it's become a lot more popular. So everybody knows how to do it now. Uh, you know what I mean? There's not the whole worry of, oh, I, I don't really know how to run that. I can't do that. Is, is, is this mic working? You know, the, it's right. a little bit more clear in that respect. I think people are a lot more used to doing things 
from home. So if I, uh, it's a lot easier for me to get documents signed and meetings set up online and, you know, people don't even need to be in the same area. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And it's just, it's made the behind the scenes a lot easier. Now, as far as, you know, that that's for pre-production planning and post-production when it's all filmed, as far as production goes, it's made production uh, a lot more difficult. I think the, the time where you're actually, you know, filming the movie or, or, you know, even recording the product because we could have some technical failures right now. You know, if my internet goes out, it's game over. You know what I mean? That's the <laughs> end of the interview, you know? So, um, I don't know. I, uh, I think it's changed a lot. I think if we go back to the, the way it was before, these elements will stick around and rightfully so because it makes some things a lot easier. But I think that uh, other aspects of entertainment need to come back. Like even just live shows, like live shows are a, uh, a big thing. I'm from upstate New York, not, not the city. Okay. But a lot of people I knew love, you know, love stage and love shows. And, you know, a lot of them were trying to be, uh, actors and Broadway shows and it just stops everything like that you know and that, that stuff is still struggling um, so I think that it's drastically changed the way we do things I think it's changed uh, the way we watch shows even you know some of those stage shows are being live streamed now you know what I mean that's how they're getting views and that's different too so I can't really say if it's um, for better or for worse but I think it's definitely changed the game in a couple ways that can be helpful you know what I mean but um, I don't know. Time will tell if it's uh, if it's good or not. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I know. Just coming up with this show um, was a huge uh, random idea. Uh, mm. Did a did a guest feature on my buddy's content or yeah, friends cod friends podcast cod best. Didn't know what <laughs> I was saying. And did a guest feature on his, and uh, then the next week I was like this this is something I could do. Uh, might as well try it out and see what, it, see what we get to. Um, things have just yeah. been snowballing from there. So we've been trying to keep it going, but just that sure. learn it's, it's super easy when you try to sit down and do it, but like people don't understand or people try to understand that now, or it's easier mm -hmm. for people to understand now uh, just because of all the time they had to sit around the house and got bored, just doing the different <laughs> things that they haven't done before. Uh <laughs> uh no, so yeah sure. and and uh the live shows are something that definitely needs to come back um i know yeah. i can't imagine how people that worked on broadway are doing right now like it's so tough i know they're starting to get stuff back very very slowly um just from stuff i've seen online but like even just in the music scene like mm -hmm. musicians need to play for people like that's that's yeah. part of their driving force and i know well, this is the same way with acting so yeah. like yeah it needs to come back really bad <laughs> well and going back to that musicians thing it's really um you know the people who are really really established even you know the amount of money they make on stage compared to just releasing an album is drastically different they make a lot more in person than they do with those releases but then you think about the the up-and-coming musicians who are maybe trying to get their name out and they're basically just put on hold. You know what I mean? Because now there's been such an influx of entertainment and products like that into the digital world that they're being drowned out to there. So, you know, it's, it's hard to get a platform when there's, you know, only one for everybody because now everything is on digital. 
and it really drowns out the little guy. You know what I mean? So it's uh, it, it makes it a little more difficult. I mean, there are like, like you're talking about your your show here. There are a lot of podcasts that started, right. you know, when the virus hit, and that probably made it more difficult for you and for you know anybody inside the podcast game. I know my brother, he is a podcast. You know, it's one of our many media productions, I guess. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> but uh, that's been pretty difficult for him. Is just trying to find the audience, keep the audience and break through all the different, um, you know, basically all the different other media, you know, everybody, you have a million options now when you just open your phone. Yeah, I know it's been really tough just trying to find the audiences. Uh, but I don't know. The, the main goal of the show was just seeing if we could get people out there. Uh, basically, like, I don't care if the show blows up for me. Um, that's not really why i'm doing it i have a full-time job otherwise but um so if if it were to that'd be that would be awesome but (laughs) i'm not really planning on it not banking on it Um, but it's pretty much just to show people that there's other um, forms of entertainment out there there's people doing other stuff um really cool stuff um it's really exciting to share that with the world and whatever four people listen to my episodes thank you to you guys so <laughs> yeah thank you <laughs> so yeah uh let's let's talk about your media company for a little bit that sounds okay interesting well what's um it's called butler media productions uh we're um on youtube you can easily find our channel there are a bunch of short films there and different podcast episodes and trailers for our bigger productions things like that uh we're very much still starting off because the company opened in 2020 so the amount of content we have isn't you know it's it's not to compare with disney or anything you know what i mean not not a huge conglomerate like that but um basically i don't think i used that word right but we'll go with it <laughs> basically though we um we're trying to get kind of like what you're doing different different artists out there but also mainly we look at different forms of art so we just did a couple music videos for uh guy named joe monroe who's also an actor inside secret santa you know he does a great job in that and he's very talented individual he's you know he's great with music so he asked if we would do uh some music videos and that's what we did and and we did two songs of his um they're called waves and then never releases actually on on october 1st so that's when that comes out i i don't know when this will air you know what i mean so i don't want to say this friday or anything like that but you know that's how that goes but yeah so we're doing music videos that way um marie sayla has a music video up there and then we're also doing just some short films but i think we've only done like two or three this year because we've been focusing on larger productions but as far as it goes we just like all things media all things entertainment um there are a lot of things coming down the pipeline that i don't want to verify yet because you know they're just we're just talking about it but so far in the last what is it two years 2021 now 2020 it opened year and a half you know what i mean whatever it is we've just basically done some music music videos uh film a film you know what i mean coming out in november (laughs) and then the the tv show but hopefully we'll expand on that a little bit we'll get some more things rolling and um we've done some web series but yeah i mean it's it's a media production company so all things media you know kind of like what uh your podcast here would be considered media in our book. You know what I mean? Just an entertainment style. And that's what we do. Sure. 
Sorry, forgot if I No, you're fine. I, I just rambled for a bit and just jumped <laughs> no, around good. with random ideas in my head. But totally good. No worries there. Uh so what I know you said you got a lot of stuff coming down the pipeline that you don't really want to verify yet. But like right. where where do you want to see your company say in five years? Like what what is the end goal? Well, um there are a lot of smaller goals if that makes sense. I, I don't know about the the overarching goal for the company because every day it's um it's changing and adapting and pivoting for the better, mind you. You know what I mean? I think. <laughs> but uh, you know, like the the podcast my brother does, it's called Pouring Out. We like to see that um rise a little bit inside, you know, as far as listens go. We'd like to see uh the second season of the show do well. And then after that, maybe there will be a third. If this Christmas film does well, that would be awesome. We've already got a couple other film ideas that we may be working on. Um, something probably not comedy because we just did the sitcom and then we did the Christmas comedy. We're looking at something a little more serious next. Um, but that's you know also coming down the pipeline. So five years from now, I would like to see us with at least another movie. Um, we will have another season of this show, but if that does well, another season of the show, you know what I mean? <laughs> right. you just, you play it by ear. I don't want to count on anything yet. Uh, we're we're going to continue doing music and our our audience has been slowly growing, but it's really taken a, uh, I don't want to say a spike, but um, it's taken a lot more attention within the last month or two. We've seen a growth in views on our YouTube channel and subscribers, and that obviously translates into the projects that we work on, um, you know, listens for the podcast and, um, you know, views on our show. So it's, uh, I guess I'd just like to see it continue growing and we'll go from there. There are a lot of ideas that have been bounced around, but nothing verified. So I haven't quite put them into my vision of five years from now, but let's say uh, five times what we are now, five years from now, you know <laughs> what I mean? Just, just double it every year. Right. Might as well. <laughs> Might as well. We're, we're in a fantasy world right now. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, uh, that's super awesome. Really looking forward to uh, what you guys come out with um the movies and the show this sounds Thank awesome you. really excited to check those out uh for people that want to where where i know we talked to you on youtube and and those streaming yep. platforms where well the, well the company is yeah right where else can we find like your stuff and your work so the honestly the best way to find what what i'm working on anyway and in turn what the, the company's working on is probably on my instagram or my facebook because i always you know try to make a post whenever something new happens there and it's easier than me telling you to uh you know check out our facebook page for this podcast and our youtube channel for everything <laughs> you know what i mean really right. if you just go with uh you know my instagram which is it's nigel butler i-t-s-n-i-g-e-l-b-u-t-l-e-r um that's that's the best way to at least just kind of, you know, click the link in my bio and look, I got like a, a link tree set up. So it's got everything listed that we're currently working on or that's been released. So you could click and go from there to the YouTube channel, or you could click and go directly to the next movie we're working on or go directly. So that's probably the best way is through my Instagram there or through the company's Instagram, which we try to advertise everything that we work on. Although sometimes doesn't always happen depending on if we do let's say we do a music video for somebody and they're the ones that are going to be uploading it and all that. Well, if we don't have the rights to upload it to our YouTube channel, you're not going to hear about it. Chances are. So, you know what I mean? Right. Right. Uh, it's, you know, whereas if I work on it, I'll probably post about it. Yeah, for sure. We'll be sure to put uh, links in the description below and uh, tag you in our Instagram posts. Um, 
just appreciate so we, that. that we're able Thank to you. follow along with y'all uh just see when you guys come out with stuff um yeah so really okay. appreciate really appreciate you coming on nigel uh, it's Thank been you a so much great conversation me. yeah um, no for sure this really really excited for the future um and the sky's the limit i guess <laughs> that's right secret so, santa christmas adventure you know november 11th right <laughs> yeah we'll be posting about that too on our instagram so Fantastic. really appreciate you coming on thank you and that's gonna wrap it up for this week's episode special thank you to nigel butler for coming on the show and hanging out with us be sure to go check out his movie secret santa a christmas adventure um, on Amazon when it comes out. Links will be in the description below. Be sure to go follow his socials to stay up to date with all of his work. Once again, special thanks to Nigel. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Stick around for a word from some of our good friends. Do you love music? Music news and guest interviews with artists from all around the world across many different genres? My name's Nolan, and I love music. In fact, I love music so much I created a podcast entirely dedicated to it called Every Podcast I Love is Dead. Every week is a brand new episode where I interview musicians, artists, podcasters, radio hosts, and so much more. New episodes are available every Thursday on all your favorite podcast streaming platforms, and you can check us out on social media and at everypodcastiloveisdead.com. Hope you can join me. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.